This very interview took place live inside the Influencer Vault. If you want to learn more about becoming a member so that you can see the video of this interview and a lot more and be a part of weekly interviews that take place and have opportunities at your fingertips to speak, write, and be interviewed, go visit theinfluencervault.com today and sign up to get your free gift and then you'll uh, be directed to the website to learn more about the Influencer Vault. Hello, everybody. It's Corey Poirier, and we're back live here with the Influencer Vault. I am super excited to have this week's guest with us here. Uh, so, Stedman Graham, super excited to have you here today. I've been telling people about this, so I shared your bio, but uh, just to kick things off, is there anything in particular you would tell people about yourself just before we jump right in, a little bit about your background? Well, basically, you know, I'm in the human potential business, and uh, what we try to do is we try to get people to understand how to be the best person they could possibly be, personally and professionally. Uh, most of my books, a uh, number of books, uh, 12 now, uh, that talk about how to, you know, self-actualize who you are as a person, a lot of it's based on identity, and uh, my latest book is Identity Leadership, which is self-leadership. Uh, Corey is based on the philosophy that you can't lead anybody else until you first lead yourself. So I, I, I don't think you could have a better opportunity than today to talk about how do you actually lead yourself? You know, how do you improve your social economic development? How do you uh, take care of your, uh, how do you create self-care in your life? Uh, how do you uh, create opportunities for you and your family and people around you and how you how you perform at the highest possible level based on everything that you want to do in your life. So I love that. And Stedman, doing a little bit of uh, research before this as well, one of the things that I saw when we're talking about taking care of others and giving back to others that you have been involved with, and I'm curious if it's still running, but the AAD, which I think used to be called the Athletes Against Drugs, is that still operational? Wow, that is really interesting. I think about that all the, all the time. I started that uh, October 15th. Uh, it was like 27 years uh, working on Athletes Against Drugs, volunteer, uh, you know, organization. Uh, and so you know, we had over 500 professional athletes that, that belonged to that organization. Uh, it was an incredible experience for me. I learned so much. Uh, you know, working with ball players and running an organization and working with volunteers and working in the community and working in the schools. We had programs in the schools. Uh, so it was it was just really uh, a great um, life changing experience for me. So, I, I'm, Corey, I'm just glad you mentioned that because it, 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 uh, I, I think about it all the time. Michael Jordan was the first athlete we ever signed up. Um, uh, for uh, athletes against drugs, amazing. And now, out of curiosity, is that still uh, running, or oh, is I'm that? Sorry. No, it's not. No, we uh, uh, basically I closed it down uh, a, a while back, um, and uh, we're still working the uh, you know educational marketplace, you know, my business and stuff. So, twenty-seven years of begging for money and 
and uh, you know, working in the community, we kind of switched gears. So, but uh, again, I, I have so many favorable memories of, of of that. So, how'd you hear about it? How, how do you know about it? I was doing some research and I found some stuff online, and uh, and so I was I was curious if it was still running, but also, of course, I wanted to talk about and and you kind of covered it already but why it's important for us to give back, whether it's to communities or whether it's give back to others. And one of the other things I found out is that the My Life is About Foundation, is that that was something you were running as well, correct? Right. What we, what we did with that, well, that's an online for Teens Can Make It Happen. We still have Teens Can Make It Happen going on. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to 120 students in the AVID program coming up here uh, on Wednesday. And so I'll be training them in my Teens Can Make It Happen book, which is, you know, we have uh, curriculum facilitator guides. We have, uh, you know, I do live training. We have, uh, we also train teachers and we also train parents. So we're in the educational system. Uh, our, you know, our program starts in the middle school on up. Uh, and so that's a very exciting program. We like to get young people to get to, to understand who they are and have an identity at an early age. If they can start at 10, man, they got probably 80 years to develop a process of continuous improvement. Uh, and they, then they understand how to take information that they get in school and make it relevant to their development, to their talents, to their skills, their abilities, and to again, to their passion and purpose in life. And that's really what it's all about. If you can change the, that, that, the learning system around in the educational system with young people and get them to understand the relevancy of information and, and knowledge, wow, that's a game changer. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I, it's what I wish I would have had when I was in school. And I, of course, it was years later that I discovered this whole world. And I didn't read my first book until age 27. Uh, how to win friends and influence people. So I was way, way behind. And so I love seeing that you're doing that so early on because I think it changes the game. Yeah, Kelly, you're exactly right. I mean, I, I read one book in high school. I've written 12. You know, what's, what is the difference? The difference is I discovered information and knowledge and how to take that knowledge and information and make it relevant to my development. As opposed to being taught just how to memorize and take tests, repeat the information back, you get labeled with a grade, and two weeks later, you forget the information. So you don't really learn anything. And so, and today we're in the information age and we have this ability to be able to utilize technology as a way to disseminate content anywhere in the world. So everything's about content. So if I, if I take the content away, you have nothing to work with. So the ability to be able to read, and learn and develop and build and create. Wow, that's an opportunity in the greatest country in the world. America, number one. Amazing, and we're getting comments coming in like crazy. So I was gonna start putting them on the screen, but I think it'll overwhelm us. Uh, that's a good thing to have. Uh, I was gonna ask you as well about when it comes to, and I wanna talk of course about identity because I think that's obviously an important part of your work and it's an important part for us in general. And I also wanna talk today about uh, a lot of the people in our network here wanna be influencers, they are influencing. So they post questions around speaking, you know, getting on stage and speaking and writing books and all that kind of stuff. But can you talk first, Edmund, about why is it important for us to really know truly who we are for the rest of that stuff to even matter? Wow. You know, uh, Corey, wow, that's a great question. Um, it's everything. 
It's your foundation for learning. It's your foundation for organizing. Order is the highest level of development. So if you have no order, you're, you're confused. If you have no order, you don't know where you're going and how you're going to get there. You can't align anything. You have no clarity in your life. And so identity allows you to organize your life around yourself. You know, it gives you clarity about what you should be doing and how you should spend your time. It allows you to create a vision for yourself bigger than your circumstances. It allows you to almost alleviate, you know, poverty in your life because you're looking forward as opposed to looking backwards. You're not stuck in your historical background going nowhere. And you're in a fixed mindset when you don't have an identity. Pretty much. You're just doing the same thing over and over every single day. You wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you get something to eat, you get the kids off to school, work all day, come home in the afternoon, spend time with the family, you watch TV, you go to bed, maybe you dream that's Monday. And so if you did the same thing you did yesterday as you would do today, as you would do tomorrow, whatever you've done, nothing. And so how many people are stuck in that, stuck in that rut of doing nothing, kind of that fixed schedule? Uh, and not really thinking, learning, developing, building, or creating, or designing their own future, probably that probably represents about 8 billion people in the world who pretty much have to be told what to do. So you, you pretty much become a follower for the rest of your life, and you have to be told everything to do, and you have no innovation, no creativity, no idea of what you're going to do with your day other than what you've been doing, and you're struggling, and you're in a survival mode. Uh, so what I like to do is be able to teach people again, my nine step success process, uh, through identity leadership of how you actually get out of that fixed mindset into a growth mindset, uh, so that you can be, begin to build a, create a process. And this is important, create a process for continuous improvement. And so when you say about your nine step process, just to give people a teaser, I mean, I don't want to give away the book, right? Because I think people should grab the book and that's the best way to learn. But are you able to share one or two with us just so people can get a feel? I can share most of them with you, yeah. So the first step is you have to have an identity. And that's based on what you love. I mean, it's very simple. You have two choices every day. Love or hate, good or, good or, good or bad, uh, can or can't, looking at the glass half empty or half full. So every day you have a choice. So we're, we're really focusing on trying to get you to understand the power of love and passion and talents and skills and uh, purpose and ability and putting all of those things together around what makes you happy, what work makes you happy, what things make you happy. And then how do you use your mind again? How do you begin to focus on what you can create, which is the second step, which is vision? which is what can you see for yourself? If you, if you can't see it, you can't be it. And how do you structure a global plan for your life based on the opportunities that we have today using technology as a way to, again, access information so you can organize yourself around who you want to become, not who you are. I know who you are. You're not really, you're struggling every day. What we want you to be able to do is create who you can become based on the opportunities of the world uh, and that you have access to through technology and through resources and through opportunities and through education. The third step, of course, is you got to have a plan. You know, you got to be able to write it down. You're just visualizing who you want to become and you never take any action. Nothing's going to happen. Fourth step, master the rules of the road, your guiding principles. That's your value system. 
normally is tied to who you want to become. You're working on that every single day to improve upon your value system so you can be a better person. Step five is stepping to the outer limits, overcoming your fears. You know, there's only two emotions. There's love and there's fear. There's good and there's bad. There's hate. And again, there's leverage. So courage is the greatest of all virtues, as Maya Angelou says, because without courage, you do nothing. Step six is pilot the seasons of change, which we're going through a lot of changes right now with the pandemic, climate changes, economic changes, all these changes that we're going through. Do we have the internal capacity, Corey, to be able to deal with the change? You go through a lot of changes every single day, preparing just for the show. You know, Mm -hmm. getting up early, preparing your guests, sending stuff out, all of that. So all of the changes you go through, do you have the internal capacity? Are you passionate enough about your work to be able to overcome the obstacles that you face every every single day? So having a vision helps you get beyond those, those tough times. Steps seven, uh, step seven is build your dream team. No one makes it alone. No man or woman is an island unto themselves. You can't make it by yourself. You need a team. You're always, your team is always predicated on your vision, is predicated on who you want to become, is predicated on your strength. Your law of attraction says whatever you put out comes back. A strong person attracts a strong team. A weak person attracts a weak team. Step eight is win by decision, which is one of my favorite steps. Uh, And this is what I learned. I learned how to learn. I'll say it again. The thing that changed my life is I learned how to learn. I learned how to organize information around, again, my talents and my skills and who I am as a person, around what I love, around what I can do, not what I can't do. I learned to empower myself based on knowledge. Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. The people perish because of the lack of knowledge, as a good book says. And so understanding the value of information and how to take it and make it relevant to your heart, to your soul, to your passion, to your purpose. You want to transfer that to your mind so you become a thinking human being and then transfer that to the American Free Enterprise System so you can create or the global marketplace today, Corey, so they can create or design your own future. Last step uh, is commit to your vision, which is you have to make make a commitment to changing your life. And hopefully you use a lot of these steps because there is a process for success. And this is a, a process you can follow. And once you understand the process, you can apply it to anything that you want in your life, make a commitment to that and create your own lifestyle. Wow, <laughs> that was a masterclass of a few minutes. And I, you know, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned uh, Maya Angelou. And when I was doing a bit more research, I saw that earlier in your career, uh, you spent time with Maya Angelou and also Annie Mandela. And so I wanted to ask you as well, if I am correct on that, by the way, I wanted to ask you as well, um, have you noticed some common traits in uh, the people that are making a big impact or making a difference in the world? And I use them as two examples, but have you noticed some common traits, Edmund, that people can learn from that they just happen to have or possess? Um, answer, ask that question again. What was the question again? I know what the yes. reference was to Nelson Mandela, uh, Winnie Mandela, uh, Maya Angelou, all of that. What was the question again? Yeah, just have you noticed like common traits that they may have had or influence oh, okay, your time it. with? Just some okay, things that we can all learn from. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, Maya Angelou met her through Oprah, of course, her and, and Maya are good friends and, you know, they have a history of, of, um, friendship throughout the years and 
very close. Um, I, uh, uh, and, and Winnie Mandela, of course, I spent time with her, lots of time with her in South Africa during apartheid. Um, uh, I got a chance to spend time also with Nelson Mandela. I uh, spent 10 days with him. Oprah and I spent 10, 10 days with him at his home. I had a chance to have dinner with him um, uh, after he was released from Baltimore. I mean, nobody would even believe that. Then I had breakfast with him the next day, and I spent the whole day with him uh, in his backyard in Soweto. Uh, you know, he was doing press, and, you know, of course, the world was uh, 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 focused on him because he was just released from Baltimore prison. Uh, I worked for a guy named Bob Brown, um, down in South Africa. I mean, went, went to South Africa. He actually educated Nelson Mandela's children um, and paid for their education in the United States, which is my connection to, to getting to South Africa, working with him and all of that. So a lot of interesting uh, moments down there. Winnie Mandela, fascinating woman. She has the drive and the determination, a little controversial in the end of her life, but certainly kept the movement alive for 27 years while Nelson Mandela uh, was in prison. And, uh, and so she is like, wow, uh, she has to have, she has to be uh, credited for all of the things she's done during that time because she's gone through a very difficult time. So some of the traits that these people have, including Maya Angelou and Nelson Mandela, and, and of course, Dr. King, I never knew him, but I didn't know his family. Um, you have to have the drive, mm -hmm. okay? You gotta have the passion. Um, the process of success is the same, which is find out what you love, find out what you're passionate about, find out what your purpose is and work on it all the time and become good at it. And you wanna become an expert in your field. So all of these people, including Oprah, um, you know, they, she's one of the greatest communicators in the world, uh, has her own, you know, talk, talk show for 25 years, number one, passionate about that. Um, she also, you know, have, has television network, which is related to what she does and also has a magazine, which is related to what she does. And so, and does movies and all of this based on her talents and skills. And so all of these people and all your, your standouts, uh, Tom Brady, you know, wow, great football player, Michael Jordan, great basketball player. All these folks practice hard on their craft. Mm -hmm. And just like you, Corey, I'm sure you practice hard on what you do and what you love and what you care about. And so you got to have that as the first piece. And I talk about that again in, in identity leadership as, as the identity. I define it as identity. Who are you? And you got to know who you are. And that really is the single number one trait that's going to allow you to self-actualize your potential and really raise your social economic development, you know, um, in the world that we live in. And, and now we have, again, the Internet, which is the equalizer. So if you can learn how to take information and education and make it relevant to what you love and to your purpose in life, and you're clear on that, you're very conscious of again, who you are, and you can begin to define your own existence over and over and over every single day by working on yourself. To me, that's the single number one, uh, I I'm going to say blessing you could possibly have. You can't get any better than that 
because what it does, it, it allows you to create a value system around what you should be working on. It helps you to eliminate all the time wasters, right? You have a communications uh, communication voice or a voice that you can begin to express around those things that make you happy. And then you don't have to uh, worry about how the world defines you because you're so busy defining yourself. Uh, and so to me, uh, and I know this is a long answer, uh, but I don't really care at this particular time because I just want y'all to get it. Whoever's listening, I want you to understand the value that you have in yourself and that the process of success is the same for everybody. And it starts with that first step of understanding who you are, having a passion for yourself and changing the energy around from negative to positive and looking at what you can do as opposed to what you can't do. You can learn more about Stedman Graham at stedmangram.com. Again, this interview was from theinfluencervault.com. Come and join us as a member inside the Influencer Vault to see how we can help you up-level your game, become an expert sooner, and become an influencer today rather than tomorrow. Again, theinfluencervault.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.